This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey, hey there. Welcome back to the How She Did That podcast. I hope you are having a fantabulous week. Today, my guest is Rachel Everington. I first met Rachel when she accidentally joined the wrong program of mine. True story. (laughs) She then went on to join the right program and became one of the founding members of the agency ThriveMind, which is my program for agency owners. She is now an accountability coach in that program, as well as a dear friend of mine. Rachel is a CEO of the Executive Ninja, an operations and virtual executive assistant agency where CEOs can outsource their essential responsibilities to a professional and focus on their ultimate revenue potential. With her love for systems and processes, she and her team are supporting other businesses by leveraging their time so that they may concentrate on their zone of genius while her team handles hashtag all the things required for the smooth and efficient operation of their business. Rachel and I had an absolutely amazing conversation about being an executive assistant. I think this will be so helpful to all of you listening who are trying to decide how to differentiate yourselves in the marketplace and what advanced skills you may want to pursue. So let's go ask Rachel how she became a virtual executive assistant. Rachel, I am so excited to have you on the podcast. I cannot believe it's taken me this long to get you on my podcast. <laughs> that, is, that isn't my fault, but thank you. I love being here. I know. <laughs> I'm not saying like you declined several times before or something, but yeah, I'm so glad you're here. So I'd love for you to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself. Yes, absolutely. So hi everyone. I'm Rachel and I I'm a EA and operations agency owner. Um, I started my business about six years ago as a general VA, and then I grew into an agency owner. We support small businesses with the day-to-day overwhelm in their business, as well as managing CEOs themselves. And yeah, and then I also had joined uh, Tasha's Thrivemind agency, where we were able to really reach to the point where I can get into my CEO seat and super happy about it. Ah, love all of that. Okay. So for those who may not know, what is an executive assistant? What's an EA? So EA, if you don't know, stands for uh, executive assistant. What is an executive assistant? Yeah, that's a great question. So an executive assistant is really exactly that. Like if people look at the word executive, that Mm -hmm. is really their main support role. It is really supporting an executive level within the company. So whether that be a CEO, CFO, CMO, any of the higher level tiered members of a company, that is who usually EA support. Now, and it's managing and leading that executive. However, sometimes it does come into play of supporting the business as well, um, in addition to supporting other team members if that business owner does have other team members. Okay. So then what is the difference between a virtual assistant, like especially for on, in the online space, what would be the key differences between a virtual assistant and an executive assistant? 
Yeah. VA is definitely, well, let's even go back in history for a little bit. You know, Mm -hmm. when, when I first started, VA was known to be like the go-to expert of the thing, right? And I think for the last couple of years, that has honestly been watered down a little bit. And I think with the wave of people coming into the online space due to the past recent years, um, that has now shifted where even business owners and brick mortars think that, oh, it's just the VA, they're the help, they're the assistant, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that has what it turned out to be. A VA is really more of general admin, a task doer, you give them the list, they're able to do the, the, the thing, and then that's that, right? Mm-hmm. Versus an EA, I think one of the biggest things is that they are decision makers, right? So if they're working with a CEO, Yes, the CEO can definitely give them a a list of tasks to do and they'll do that, but they think outside the box. They think of like point A to point B, really anticipating the CEO's needs due to their preferences and nuances. Um, So really that way they can accomplish and supporting the CEO to the best outcome possible. I love that explanation. I think that that's amazing. And thank you for that. I know that like Danny, who is my executive assistant Mm -hmm. at the Launch Guild, she at this point, like there are so many things that I don't even know that she does and they just magically get done. <laughs> and it's incredible. And I love the fact that you mentioned like the EAs are managing the executives, managing the CEO. And that's really what she does for me. She, you know, will put into the notes, like if I have a podcast episode, whether it is a video like podcast so that I know whether I have to do my hair and makeup or whether I can just show up in pajamas, you know, like those little things you don't even realize like how important and how much brain space they take up until you have somebody thinking about them for you. So you don't have to think about them. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And the kind of even going back to another example, we had a client where they say, Hey, can you book my airplane ticket? You know, and we did that. But in addition to that, we've also booked their car ride from the airport to the airport, looked into their hotel looked at surrounding restaurants that they may be interested in. So really giving not just the one thing, but really giving them a whole plan of like, hey, we got you, here it is, you're you're taken care of. Yeah, that's fantastic. This is like such a bougie thing, but it's so helpful that Danny does for me. She actually books my, so I go and get a massage like every two weeks and she calls once a quarter and books all of my massages and puts (laughs) them into my calendar for me. And it's such a tiny thing, but it's a thing that like makes me better at what I do. You know, when I miss my massages, like I can feel it in my body. I can feel it in my soul mm-hmm. and so her be the reminder of, you know, to be able to do that and everything. And once again, me not have to remember to do it. So helpful. Yeah. And it not only does it give you white space calendar, but it gives mm-hmm. you some space in your brain, right? You yeah. don't have to think about it. She's already thinking it for you. Mm-hmm. Amazing. What special skills are needed to go from being a general VA to an executive assistant? Oh, wow. I, I My top three is really communication. Mm-hmm. Over-communicate if you have to, because it is such an intimate relationship, partnership with that person that you're, you're basically literally their right arm, right? Mm-hmm. So really very communicative, um, concise communication skills, as well as a level of leadership, right? You mm-hmm. are leading that client, holding their hand, Yes, they're the boss or yes, they're the leader, but at the same time, you are managing them. So they are going to look to you to actually lead them on like, hey, whatever you tell me, I know it's going to be good for me. So you tell me what to do, right? That's going to be eventually the CEO's mindset. And then lastly is, again, a little bit of management skills. Can you juggle all the things? So if you are an EA to not only the CEO, but also to like the business and their team, 
being able to navigate and pivot and shift as needed to support the client, the CEO, the business, and the team members. Um, sometimes that could be very overwhelming. But if you're in love with organizing and managing people, you're going to be an amazing EA. Ah, I love that. One of the things that I loved is that you talked about the leadership skills needed for this position. I think that sometimes when people hear assistant, they don't necessarily think of leader. But I think that we have to start thinking about leadership as not the person in the seat, but like what you are doing in your job day to day. And definitely EAs are definitely leaders because they're, you know, they're leading the executives and Mm -hmm. they, and I know for me, like the, the amount of forethought that Danny gives to things like is so super magical. Right. And I know that people that are looking for really amazing EAs want that, that type of leadership where like, oh, I didn't even think to think about that, but yet you've thought about it for me. And you've also taken the lead in getting it done and, you know, letting me know what, just what my parts are to do in it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of our clients come to us because they'll say like they had a previous bad experience with an EA or a VA. And so two things happen is when I really dive deep of like questioning, like what are they really looking for support on? What was their past experience look like? Really, they were looking for an EA and not a VA. So that was the first issue. The second issue is when they're saying they need help, they're really, they're looking for someone to lead and manage them, right? Mm -hmm. And like you said, it is hard for business owners to understand that, yes, we're not just the helper or the assistant, but once you kind of explain to the CEO that like what you are capable of doing to be able to, you know, support them in general, like being ahead of the game, being anticipating their needs, then they're really just going to naturally see you as a leader. Anyways, you're going to sit, sit at the table. Hashtag. Yes. You can sit with us. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag. Yes. You can sit with us. I love that. The other thing I think about that is that it's really about how you as the EA are showing up to the table in the first place. Right. And so if you're showing up and you are expecting to wait to hear from the CEO and to get your list from the CEO. Like, of course, they're going to see you as like, oh, they just can do the tasks that I give them. But if you have that proactive energy in terms of like, oh, I noticed this. So I did X, Y, Z, or I noticed like you're still doing this. Why? Like hand it off to me. You know, Mm -hmm. when you have that proactive energy, that's when people start seeing you not just like as an equal, but also like as a strategic partner. That's the word that I like to use a lot. Strategic partner in the relationship instead of like, oh yeah, I can just like hand her things to do. Yeah, absolutely. And even like active listening. So when you are attending those meetings, yes, you're not waiting for the list. It's really like looking for how you can support them and how to do that is really understanding what are they really trying to say when they say X Right. Mm -hmm. And also asking the right questions. So for example, if a client is saying, Hey, I am swamped with family and this is happening and my mother-in-law is coming. Great. So then you start asking the questions, when is your mother-in-law coming? So instead of you picking them up, I can schedule a car for her to come to your house, Mm -hmm. you know, and really, yeah, having those proactive decisions for them by asking the right questions as well. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know. We were just getting to the good part and I promise we'll get right back to it in a second. But this is just something I had to tell you. You see, people normally come to me during three places in their agency journeys. Either when they're first starting out and building this whole thing feels like learning a foreign language or when they've got a few team members and it's kind of feeling like spinning plates while surfing or when they've grown their agency and now they're looking for the stability that allows them to completely remove themselves from implementation so that they can explore some other passions. 
If any of those sound like where you're at right now, then I am so excited to tell you about my amazing virtual retreat, Replace Yourself Roadmap. It is back and this time we're making it even better than ever. Buckle up because in this two-day event with an optional bonus third day, my team and I are going to show you exactly how to stop doing hashtag all the things and start building your own thriving agency so that you can earn more, work less, and get back to loving your business and living as the CEO of it all. These action-packed sessions are not to be missed. Are you ready? Tickets are on sale now and I totally want to see your name on that registration list. Head to TashaBooth.com forward slash roadmap for all the info and to register now. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash roadmap. I will see you there. How has moving from a general virtual assistant to an EA supported not just you, but I know that like now you, you know, you have this thriving agency where you're doing this, where your team is doing this for other people as well. So tell me about that journey a little bit. Yeah. So actually funny enough, in my first year of business, it really moved really quickly. Um, I was a corporate dropout back in March, 2016. And I think, and I really dove in, I built my website literally one day because I was so freaking excited. And after like, I think a good month or two, I really started to have uh, a mindset block. Like, is this even really happening? How do I even get clients? I don't want to talk to people. Like they're not going to get what I'm doing because the online space was so new six, five mm-hmm. years ago. Right. But then I watched this video about mindset and that literally shifted like three months later, like in June, I believe I got my dream client in July, August that year. And then a month or two months from that point, it ended up being naturally a snowball effect. I kept getting another client, another client, gaining that momentum. Right. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I did hire a team or people to, you know, support me in that because I couldn't handle all the clients. However, with the ebbs and flows of business, as everyone knows, I got burnt out, let go of the team. Then I was ready, hired back a team. And eventually I got some clarity, then started to really create kind of like a boutique agency. Right. Mm -hmm. And with that allowed me to create two things, not only create an impact within my family. Um, financial freedom, time freedom, because I had a support of a team. In addition to that, create job opportunities for other people who yeah. are wanting to experience the same as well. And as we all know, in the space that we are in now, there is a lot of things going on globally. And if I could play a part where I can provide a job opportunity to someone, like I've won, you know? And so fast forward, I refuse to call myself an agency. <laughs> <laughs> And there was another level of growth. So I was reaching about five, 7,000 a month revenue-wise in, in my boutique agency. And then we got like a really large client. I really wanted to be in the COC, but I felt like I was doing all the doing. I hired project managers and ops person, but I just didn't know how to get out of it. Or me, And mm-hmm. I knew it was me kind of blocking that for myself. So um, I cyber-stalked Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> And she so happened to start like launching this agency Thrive Mine. And I'm like, I'm in, like sign me up so that I'm not feeling all kinds of ways about my business. I'm so freaking excited. I'm moving fast, but I'm up to here with like everything Mm -hmm. that's going on. And so now fast forward even further, I'm at a place where we're earning, you know, five figures a month. And, Mm -hmm. you know, again, hiring team members that are able to provide support, not only within our team, but with our clients as well. And then kind of creating that impact with businesses. 
but I also get to stay in my CEO role. (laughs) (laughs) So I love it. (laughs) Yeah. One of the biggest things working with Tasha is like receive the freedom of choice. So, you know, there's times I'll still work on projects with my team, with clients, but I get to choose whether I want to or not. I'm so glad you said that because I think that the minute people join ThriveMind, they're so afraid that I'm going to be like, you are not allowed to do anything that you enjoy anymore. You just have to be the CEO and like do the number spreadsheet thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, spreadsheet is not my thing. So I'm not going to do right? that. <laughs> but yeah, I think like the freedom of choice is the thing. It, you want to make sure that the things that are on your list are get to's, not have to's, right? And that's the place that I'm trying to get every person that is in an agency thrive mind to. It's not about like, everybody's business looking the same or everybody's like their definition of CEO looking the same for each person. Yeah. yeah. I think of people in the online space and those who follow Tasha, like we're, we've all come together as a collective in this online space. And I think the corporate people or the typical brick and mortar still see as like, this is how to way to do business. And this is how to be professional. And this is how to be CEO. Mm-hmm. When really, I think what's amazing about the online space and what we've been able to create the last couple of years as a collective is that, no, it doesn't need to be like that. Not yeah. everyone is the same at all, business yeah. or individual. Right. Absolutely. So you have a newer program for EAs that I'd love yeah. for you to tell us about. Tell us all about it. (laughs) Well, thanks to Tasha, because now I had white space on my calendar to finally create it after like, I don't know, three years it's been in the back burner. But yes, this is a VEA Recoded is the name of the program. And it is really more so for VAs and EAs who have been in business for a while, but are looking to take it to the next level and get paid more and get dream clients and really shifting the mindset relationship that they have with clients or their CEO that they're managing of like being as a leader versus just the help or the assistant. Mm -hmm. Right. And yes, we will talk about all the foundational things um, in case you need to revisit pricing and packages and your systems and your processes. That's great to, to know and have absolutely. But we're also going to talk about more about communication, leadership, management, about boundaries. How does that Mm -hmm. look like when you're working with a CEO, especially when you're working with them on a daily basis and very intimately that they're not like constantly messaging you as if you were on demand, you know? And then one of the great things that I've actually included in this program that I've never seen before, which I'm very proud of is more of a sales call role play, right? Mm -hmm. One of the biggest things that I find in the online space is that people don't have the confidence or they don't know what to say in a sales call and close it. And I think Tasha, you and I talked about this. You and I have really good closing rates in our sales. We model, do. Right? Yes. <laughs> so being able to, and I've tested this out um, with a VA that I worked with in the past and she eventually got her like next client, literally like two, three weeks after. And so it is really just of a role play where I'm the client, you're the person who's going to pitch me the idea of working with you and I will provide you feedback and how we can tweak that that works for you. We're not saying change your personality and follow the script. But how can we navigate that, that you shine and the client falls in love with you particularly? Ah, so amazing. And we're going to have a link to your program and to your opt-in, which I know is also amazing, both in the show notes. So head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast for all of those goodies. Rachel, where can we find you in the online space? Where do you hang out? Yes. Well, mainly Instagram is usually my playground. So <laughs> at Rachel Everington is where you can find me. You can also find me on Facebook at Rachel Everington as well. 
I've been starting to get into TikTok, but let's move a little slowly there. It's moving a little bit too fast for me. <laughs> but it's definitely a lot. Instagram. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah. it is a lot. Um, but Instagram is definitely where I really love um, having, you know, those conversations with people. So definitely hit me in the DMs or comment and I would love to just connect. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. I love it. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Quick reminder to go register like right now for the Replace Yourself Roadmap Retreat. Registration is open and I want you to be there. To register, head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash roadmap. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash roadmap. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job.